0: You're listening to Enclave Community Church. For more information about Enclave, please visit
1: us online at enclavecc.com. So this morning is a a unique and special one in that every year on the Sunday after Christmas, we dedicate uh, an entire Sunday to um, prayer. We have a prayer gathering every year and usually, uh, well, actually every time, the anchoring verse... For our time on this morning comes from Acts chapter 1, verse 14. Now, we've been in the book of Acts and we should be back in the book of Acts, uh, Lord willing, next Sunday. But just to remind you, we, we've covered this verse uh, maybe six or seven weeks ago. But to remind you what was going on with the disciples in that moment, they had just seen Jesus go up into heaven on the clouds, like they saw his ascension. They had just been reminded by the two angels that were there. Look, Jesus is coming back in the same way that he went. It's going to be visible. It's going to be bodily. Jesus is coming back. They have just received from Jesus this new mission as this new community, right, to take the gospel, to be witnesses where they're at, but then also to the very ends of the earth, which think about that with regard to you know, we're talking about 120 people or so. It's like, wow, how is that even possible, right? But they've been, they've been given this mission, but then they've also been told to wait. Wait in Jerusalem, right, to be clothed with power from on high to, for the Holy Spirit, the promised Holy Spirit, to come down, and so they're waiting, right? And that's where we come to this verse, Acts chapter 1, verse 14, And there we read all these, right? And that's including Jesus' disciples, Jesus' half-brothers are there, several women are there, Uh, Mary, the mother of Jesus, is there, right? All these with one accord were devoting themselves to prayer. So think about how significant that is. The very first action of the gathered church of Jesus Christ on the threshold of this new era. What's the first thing that they do? They gather together in prayer. So the Christian movement began as a movement of prayer. And that makes sense when you think about the mission that Jesus has just given them. This impossible mission to be witnesses to the very ends of the earth. How in the world are we going to do that? right and so they're waiting and they're praying they want to join God in this mission but they're also saying in prayer God we can't do this without you like we we have to depend on you if this is going to happen if this mission that you've given us is going to happen you're going to have to do it you're going to have to come you'll use us but you'll have to come and help us to do it now what's beautiful is that we have the same mission as The church way back then, 2,000 years ago, we have the same mission today. Jesus told them to make disciples of all nations. And all of that is reflected in our own mission statement here at Enclave. Our mission is to be and make disciples who are growing in union with God and each other as we encounter and as we enjoy and as we express Jesus together wherever God sends us. Cross the street or to the very ends of the world, wherever God sends us, we're wanting to encounter Jesus, enjoy Jesus, and express Jesus together as a community of Jesus. And so what we want to do here at the very beginning of 2023, on the threshold of this whole new year, is to stop and pray and ask God, we want to join you in that mission. But we need you to do it. We need your power, and we want it to be done for your glory, not not for our glory. So that's what this morning is about. So I want to invite you guys to uh, gather together in groups of maybe two to five people, uh, and you can be doing that now if you want to. And as you do, what we're going to be doing this morning is I'm going to be we're going to be praying through our eight core values. And let me just remind us uh, what we mean by core values. And you'll find this, the the core values and the mission statement, they're in a little blue sheet in your bulletin. So if if you want to reference that, it's there. We define core values this way, the passionate biblical convictions that shape our lives and ministry as we actively depend on the spirit of God. That's what we're doing now. That's what prayer is about. Actively depending on the spirit of God. That's what we want our morning to be about. These values prioritize all that we do and rarely change it. And I think what you'll find is that these core values sort of organically grow out of our union with Jesus and our union with one another and the mission that he has given us. So let me tell you uh, sort of like the format of how this is going to work. So someone's going to come up. They're going to share a scripture. They're going to share the, the core value that they, they've uh, been given. Um, they're going to talk a little bit about it. Then they're going to invite us in our groups to pray that that core value would become more true of us in 2023. And then we'll pray about that as, as a group then you'll hear a, a musical cue that's going to be provided for us by, by Tim, and that'll let you know that that group time of prayer is coming to a close with reference to that one core value. That same person who introduced that core value will come up and then close us out in prayer with regard to that core value, and then the next person will go up, and it will keep going in that way until we go through all eight core values, and then uh, Tim will lead us in a song and close us out, and that'll, that'll be our, our time. So with that, I'm going to invite uh, Adam Parker who's uh, going to introduce our first core value, Joyful Union for the Glory of God.
2: All right. So uh, the first here is in uh, Philippians 1, uh, the latter part of verse 20 and verse 21. It is my eager expectation and hope that I will not be at all ashamed, but that with full courage, now as always, Christ will be honored in my body, whether by life or by death. For to me, to live is Christ and to die is gain. Well, uh, the first core value here, and I think Andrew gave me the best core value, right? It's, uh, It's the joyful union for the glory of God. We believe God, through Jesus Christ and by his Spirit, is redeeming for himself a people who will glorify him by enjoying and growing in their union with him and each other forever. We believe that joyful union with God and each other for the glory of God is a central and indispensable aspect of our spiritual growth and ministry. Uh, I know this, this uh, core value is important to me because understanding this union uh, within the Trinity. And this desire for God to be in union with us shapes not only my walk with God, but my walk with others. My walk with my wife, my walk with my kids, my, wife, my walk with my coworkers, going for this union. And this union can only be possible through God. And I'm very thankful for that. So I'm gonna have you guys uh, pray for a couple minutes. Let's uh, pray about this. Joyful union that God has and that He's bestowed upon each of us as we become sons and daughters in Christ. All right, let's pray together. Dear Heavenly Father, we're just so thankful for the perfect union of you, Lord, the Father, the Son, the Spirit. And we're thankful, Lord, that we are adopted into your perfect union, Lord, that we may know love, that we may know unconditional love. And just pray that um, as, as we go through 2023, Lord, that we... Um, strive to a, a closer union with you, a closer union with uh, our, our church family, with, with our, uh, all of our loved ones, Lord, that uh, just shape the way we approach people in this upcoming year, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen. This core
3: value is a biblical worldview, and the scripture is Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and active sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and of spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. We believe God tells us the story of our redemption in the Bible. Our desire is that this biblical story would become the lens through which we see all reality and that the Spirit would use it to guide us in every aspect of our lives and ministry. This core value is important to me because it gently reminds me to keep my eyes fixed on God's story as I'm navigating the circumstances of life. We live in a culture where the lens through which reality is viewed and morality is defined shifts, but the compass of the biblical story never shifts away from God and the story of our redemption. This core value allows me to rest in God's unchanging truth and stay anchored to the hope found in scripture. There may be seasons where that anchor is weakened by the storms of life, but it's not God who is weak, and this core value teaches me that strength is found in Christ alone. Please gather with your group and pray that this core value would become more true of us this year. us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for your your scripture, um, that you present us with your truth and that we can meditate on it freely. Um, I pray this year that we will have a hunger and thirst to view the world through your lens and be abundantly aware of your love for us and that um, that will cultivate a desire to love others the way that you love us. And I'm I'm just so thankful that you know all the intricacies of our lives. Um, And I praise you for that. In Jesus' name, amen.
4: The next core value is number three, to be and make disciples. Um, I wasn't sure what scripture they were going to have, so I'll just read off of there. (laughs) Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Then Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. We greatly desire to participate with God in his story of redemption. For this reason, we want to develop and deploy disciples of Jesus who are equipped to develop and deploy others. And the reason this is important to me, um, when I think of it, um, I think of what I can't do and what I can do, and there's a lot of things I can't do, and there's not very many things I can, but Jesus gives us the power to do everything, because it's not us doing it, it's him doing it. And like it says, how we desire to participate with God. He's the one that's going to do it, but he needs us to do a little bit of something. So when I think of what Jesus did, he went and he met people all over the place, people who were rich, poor, powerful, insignificant, sick, all kinds of things. He went out and he was with them, and he went to where they were, and he touched them, and he loved them. So if I can do a little bit of that, then I think that maybe... I can help to make disciples. So let's spend some time in prayer thinking about this. Father, thank you for the opportunity to show your love father just give us the courage and the willingness to see those opportunities father and help us understand that we're not going to do it but you are father just give us that attitude and that spirit father and just i pray that you would go before each and every one of us continue to help us spread your kingdom in jesus name
5: Amen. Um, So the core value I have is authentic, gospel centered community. The verse is Ephesians 4, verse 15 and 16. Rather, speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, joined and held together by every joint with which it is equipped, when each part is working properly, makes the body grow so that it builds itself up in love. The core value, um, authentic gospel-centered community. We believe disciples of Jesus are meant to share life and grow together in community with the gospel of Jesus at the center. The gospel frees us to be truthful and transparent with our sin and failures The gospel also frees us to receive one another in love, to love one another tangibly, and to lovingly correct one another when necessary. Part of our ministry efforts at Enclave will focus on the facilitation of these types of relationships. This core value is important to me because over the last several months, I have experienced how being transparent and vulnerable with others deepens that relationship in a way that could not be achieved any other way. I have also experienced what it's like to be received in love after I take that vulnerable step towards intimacy, inviting others in, in the midst of my struggles and failures. I know I wouldn't be where I am today if I was not surrounded by an authentic gospel-centered community with people here today who have prayed over me, encouraged me, And most importantly lovingly reminded me of the truths of the gospel in my most painful and darkest moments i see and feel the work that god is doing here at enclave to bring this core value more and more to life every day so please gather together with your group and pray that this core value would become more true of us this year Let us pray. Dear God, we just thank you for this time together and even the core value of authentic gospel-centered community that we can do things like this that draws us together um, in community for the sake of your glory. Um, We pray that you would just continue to strengthen these relationships that you've given us, that the gospel would continue to be the center of them, um, and that, Our relationships would look different than worldly relationships, and that would be what glorifies you and points others to you to look at these types of relationships with maybe people we wouldn't normally um, be in community with um, outside of here and that others would look to see why that is and that they would ultimately see you. Um, we just thank you for all the work that you've done this past year in growing those relationships, and that you would just continue to do that um, in two thousand and twenty three and deepen the ones the relationships already made. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
6: Uh, the core value that I'm talking about is worshipful living. And the verse is Hebrews 13, 15. Through him, that is Jesus, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips that acknowledge his name. Worshipful living is um, our belief that all of life can be lived as an act of worship to God. We want to love, worship, and reflect God in the world with our whole being including our mind, emotions, will, senses, productivity, and creativity. For this reason, we also desire to encounter and worship God with our whole being when we gather together and to think of creative ways to make that possible. This core value is important to me because... I spend a lot of time in worship, but often of things other than my Heavenly Father. And um, remembering what Carlton is going through and what an example he is to us, that in the midst of acute suffering, he is in the presence of the Lord. And having his burden lifted, being elevated, and such an encouragement to us. And my suffering is nothing like Carlton's, but it can be overwhelming to me. But when I go to the Lord and tell him I cannot fix it, and I cannot carry it, he says, I know. Give it to me. This was my plan. And he, just like a consuming fire, he sucks it up. And I am set free. And even though I have to do that multiple times a day, It is beautiful, and it is something that I can share with my brothers and sisters. Please gather together with your group and pray that this core value would become more true of us this year. height and depth and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with all the fullness of God and Lord that you would empower us to share that
7: love with each other in Jesus name. So missional living so the verse John 17 18 speaking of his followers Jesus prayed to God as you sent me into the world so I have sent them into the world missional living, we believe the church is not a place where we go, but rather it is who we are. Our hearts desire to be tangible expressions of Jesus corporately and individually in our homes, places of work, community, and overseas. God is sending us into the world so that everyone will encounter Jesus in and through us. So I was trying to think of what I would say about missions and, whatnot and Um, I've been on a mission to um, Canada and I was thinking of the time there like how uncomfortable it was like going to another place different rules um, they drive differently and just how uncomfortable that can be and then I started thinking um, you know we don't have to go away somewhere um, to be on mission we're on mission here every day and sometimes the day-to-day life here is very difficult, too. And just, um, I think it was somebody had shared, you know, just sharing Christ with others here can sometimes be very difficult. Um, we're faced with a lot of others view, other views and opinions, and um, that can also be difficult, but that we are on mission wherever we go. And um, our first mission is to love God and then to love others. I was listening to that on Caleb this morning that, um, ultimately our mission, we love God and then we love others and how we do that. So please gather together, um, and pray over this core value. Let us pray. Dear my Father, we just thank you for bringing us all here together, Lord, your community, your your people here, Lord, Enclave, our church, the people, Lord. We just pray that um, and thank you for bringing us all together. I just thank you for loving us and that we can love you. Thank you for letting us love others around us and just help us to do that better this year, Lord. Help us to go out in our homes, in our towns, wherever it is that you've called us to go, however far that might be, that you will just guide and direct us, and that we will remember ultimately to love you and to love others. Thank you for putting us here today, Lord, in Turlock, California, to share you with others wherever we might go. I just praise we go out today that you will just help us to share you and your love with somebody else today, Lord. Thank you for that opportunity and for all that you're going to do. In Jesus' name, amen.
8: Today, my core value is compassion. And I have two Bible verses. The first one is Matthew 9, verse 36. When Jesus saw the crowds, he had compassion on them. Because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. In Galatians 6, 9 and 10. And not let us grow weary of doing good. For in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone. And especially those in the household of faith. The core value of compassion that we have says, we believe part of being a tangible expression of Jesus includes compassion for all people. We believe that every person is made in the image of God and is therefore infinitely valuable. For this reason, we want to extend arms of acceptance and compassion to others, regardless of where they are in their life journey this is important to me um, because I feel um, especially now in a um, a culture where everything is so self-centered and a me-centric um, it's more important than ever to see our neighbors and to see our friends and our family, and who's hurting, who has needs. What can we do to help those needs? And by being compassionate and being aware, and stepping in and stepping in the gap and helping others where it's needed, it's just so important and so necessary now. In, uh, in these times. Um, gather together and pray for a couple minutes. <sighs> Dear Heavenly Father, I'm so thankful to be in, in- this church that um, displays compassion so well. I just, I can think of so many times and so many people here that so readily see a need, they see a hurt, and they step right in and, and take care of it. And um, I'm grateful that we have a church that Follows your word and looks to you, Lord, and looks to your guidance um, to help us see those needs. And I'm thankful that you're always here and you have provided um, provided the ability for us to do that um, so many times when we kind of think, wow, how are we going to do this? And you always make it happen. You always enable us to be there to help others, to help our neighbors, to help our friends. And um, I'm just thankful for that and thankful for all you do for us, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray.
0: Amen. Reading from uh, Second Timothy chapter 2, verses 1 through 2. You then, my child, be strengthened by the grace that is in Christ Jesus and what you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses and trust to faithful men who will be able to teach others also in acts 1 8 but you will receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you will be my witnesses in jerusalem and in all judea and samaria and to the ends of the earth our last core value is multiplication we believe christianity has always expanded through the multiplication of church assemblies and we are committed to the international development. Intentional development, I'm sorry, of new leaders who will launch new fellowships. And this core value is important to me because I really think it's an indication or an indicator of love. Out of the abundance of God's love for himself he created, out of the abundance of uh, marriage union, children are born, and out of abundance of love for God, we multiply and increase our love for God. And I think out of the abundance of love in churches, uh, people... And relationships with God increase and multiply. And so as I think of multiplication, I think of loving one another and loving God, and through that increasing the worship of God, both in in the strength of our hearts, but also in the numbers of our churches. So let's pray through multiplication. Lord, I pray that through love for you, our our affection for you increases, our desire for you increases, our devotion for you multiplies, and I pray that uh, our love for one another here is just so authentic and and tangible and transparent that it increases, uh, not for the mere fact of having more people at churches, but for having more hearts worshiping you and praising you. In Jesus' name, amen.